Good morning. Welcome to Devotions for Worship. Today is Tuesday, May 19th, and we begin by remembering our baptism. In Acts 2, verse 38, uh, we're right at the end of the sermon that Peter preached on Pentecost, the very first Pentecost, and uh, he, he says to the crowd, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. So, when people are baptized, they receive forgiveness for their sins, and they also receive this gift of the Holy Spirit with everything that, that comes with the promise of the presence of the Spirit. So this is something that's really important in our lives. And the Spirit delivers the benefits of Christ's cross to us. Baptism delivers Christ's cross to us as God's name is placed on us. And so we make the sign of the cross and say, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. We pray. O Lord Jesus, my heart still beats, my lungs draw breath, my body takes nourishment, and my digestive system does its work. I consider my brain and am in awe of the many functions it performs, and I'm not even aware. I ponder the complexity of this body that is me, and I know that I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I am your workmanship, created to do good works prepared in advance for me. I am your beloved child, redeemed to live in your love. I am the temple of the Holy Spirit who dwells in me. Let me rejoice in you today, O God, my creator, savior, and comforter. Amen. We confess our Christian faith today using Luther's explanation to the first article of the Creed. I believe that God has made me and all creatures, that he has given me my body and soul, eyes, ears, and all my members, my reason, and all my senses, and still takes care of them. He also gives me clothing and shoes, food and drink, house and home, wife and children, land, animals, and all that I have. He richly and daily provides me with all that I need to support this body and life. He defends me against all danger and guards and protects me from all evil. All this he does only out of fatherly divine goodness and mercy, without any merit or worthiness in me. For all this it is my duty to thank and praise, serve and obey him. This is most certainly true. Our scripture reading is Psalm 4. Psalm 4. Answer me when I call, O God of my righteousness. You have given me relief when I was in distress. Be gracious to me and hear my prayer. O men, how long shall my honor be turned into shame? And how long will you love vain words and seek after lies? But know that the Lord has set apart the godly for himself. The Lord hears when I call to him. Be angry and do not sin. Ponder in your own hearts on your bed and be silent. Offer right sacrifices and put your trust in the Lord. There are many who say, Who will show us some good? Lift up the light of your face upon us, O Lord. You have put more joy in my heart than they have when their grain and wine abound. In peace I will both lie down and sleep. For you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety.
I remember hearing an interview with a uh, county commissioner talking about his job. He was asked what he did when people called with complaints. And he spun a long tale about how when people called about sewer problems, he would refer them to one person. If they called about bad roads, he referred them to someone else. If they called about a zoning issue, he referred to yet someone else. And then he said, but every once in a while, someone will call who's very pleased with the county's work. The reporter asked, what do you do then? The commissioner replied, I say, well, thank you. Has anyone ever taken credit for work that you did? You did? Have you ever experienced the injustice of someone taking all the compliments for a project and none of the responsibility, uh, especially if they barely participated in the first place? God is the God of my righteousness. But all too often we act like there's something we can do to be righteous. If we're really pious, we might realize that we, we can't do the whole job of being righteous, but we sometimes get the idea that there is something, no matter how small, that we add to our righteousness. Sometimes we believe that Jesus forgave our sins and now we better be good and do everything right. There must be something we do to be righteous in God's sight, right? Well, no. In fact, that belief is sort of like trying to take credit for what Jesus has given us freely as a gift. The psalm says, O men, how long shall my honor be turned into shame? How long will you love vain words and seek after lies? When we believe or teach that there's something, anything, that we must do to be righteous in God's sight, we turn his honor to our shame. Love vain, empty, hopeless words and seek after lies. Christ's righteousness is not just enough. It is everything. There is another kind of righteousness, a righteousness that we might equate with good behavior, doing right things in relationship with our neighbors and that sort of thing. We call this civic righteousness. Civic righteousness and the righteousness of God are not the same thing. We have the power to do what is right in relationship with our neighbor, but not in our relationship with God. We need Jesus. He is the truly godly one being both God and human. He is the one God set apart for his own purpose, saving us from sin and death and reconciling us to God. The Lord hears when I call him because when we pray through faith in Jesus, when we pray in Jesus' name, Jesus prays with us and for us. And his Father hears him. And through him, he hears and answers us when we call. As we pray today, we'll pray for the government and all who are in authority. Lord God, Heavenly Father, we thank and praise you for the government and for the work that they do uh, to make sure that our lives are just and fair and free. And we pray, Lord, that you would be with all who lead and all who, who govern on your behalf in this world. 
and we ask that you would give them wisdom. We pray for people of integrity to lead us. We ask, Lord, for people of courage who are not afraid to do what is right, even when it is unpopular. We pray for the safety of all of our leaders, and we ask, Lord, that you would defend them from from illness and danger. We pray for the police, for firefighters, for healthcare professionals. We ask, Lord, that you would be with them uh, during this time of pandemic to give them extra protection. Send your holy angels to watch over them. And we pray, Lord, for all who work for the public good, whether that is feeding the hungry, caring for the needy, advocating for justice. We pray, Lord, that you would be with them all and that you would help us, your people, to be among those leaders, to bring the good that you intend into this world. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. We pray the third petition of the Lord's Prayer this morning. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. O God, your will is done even without our prayers, but we pray that it may be done among us also. Please break and hinder every evil plan of the devil, the world, and our sinful nature, which do not want us to hallow your name or let your kingdom come. Strengthen and keep us firm in your word and faith until we die. Let your good and gracious will be done. Amen. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely, and may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you again for being with me. God bless your day. May it be filled with God's peace. And please come again this evening and join me uh, for an evening devotion.